Good morning and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm Jeff Parrott, your host. If you're listening to The Daily Buzz on your favorite podcast app, you won't be able to see Alex L., Blake, and I here in the studio, but you can check out the video online. Alex L. Cabrera, Blake Apgar, thanks for joining us. You two have reported on a story that one local official called a humanitarian crisis. Blake, can you kind of set the scene of that crisis for us? Yeah. The Jordan River has for a long time been a popular place for camping uh, for unsheltered residents. And um, it, it's really been, been a point of contention for people who live on the west side Um because it's a recurring problem, right? And so uh, I went down earlier this week to Cottonwood Park and, and talked to some folks down there and walked the river, and there were no tents set up or anything, but you could see empty syringes if you look closely. And kind of an uncomfortable scene. Uh, and this is something that just happens time and time again. And so the county health department will clear out camps and then they sprout up again. Um, it's led to some calls during council meetings to do more to address um, the issues that arise from homelessness, especially on the west side. And what we've heard lately is more calls from council members along the or on the west side who, who are calling for legally sanctioned camps. And so it's the idea being like, camping is going to happen. And so let's find a way to, to regulate it. And so it can be safe. And so we can get people connected to services and, you know, also have residents on the west side have better access to amenities like public parks in the Jordan River. So health department officials, law enforcement officials, they close a camp, but not necessarily providing housing for these individuals. So the camp just moves is essentially what happens. And it sounds like it eventually comes back. Um, Alex Sell, you've done some reporting on the west side. You do a lot of reporting on the west side. You spoke with some West Side officials. You spoke with Salt Lake, Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall. Do they have some ideas on what moving forward looks like or some plans? One of the big ideas that is being contemplated is a regulated camp. And uh, there are many opinions about this. And I believe that the biggest issue with that solution is where to put it. And a lot of people have issues with that. Um, if you talk with... Council member Victoria Petra Ashler, she would tell you that this is urgent. We need to do it, and there's no more waiting for this. Same with Alejandro Bui. But if you talk with Mayor Mendenhall, there, she's curious about this, but um, she has her doubts because she sees examples in cities like Austin, Texas, where this doesn't necessarily solve homelessness and kind of bring more people to the streets, as she said. And um, she believes that this is not the job of just a city. So it should be the job of state, county, and many entities to help with this. Sounds like everyone wants to find a solution, and there's maybe some nimbyism on where and who's responsible to find that solution. Is that fair? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I talked to one resident from Poplar Grove who, uh, and I asked him, would you be open to a, a sanctioned camp? And he was really resistant to that idea because um, the West Side really bears the brunt 
of of camping right now and he worried that you know the only places to camp are on the west side and he uh, you talk about nimbyism and i think he just like openly admits that because the problem is he says is always in his backyard and so he you know doesn't want to to continue that what do folks that would ultimately end up in one of these camps or that are getting pushed around and moved around our community like what do they want do we know i i think the the recurring theme that i heard from from talking to people was um they, they're tired of just getting pushed out and so I, I talked to one gentleman who's lived in cottonwood park or around that area for you know years now and, and he said that he would be open to one of these sanctioned campgrounds uh, and would willingly follow their rules if it meant that the stuff that he owns is safe and isn't going to just get tossed out. Why the west side? Do we know why along the Jordan River, Palxell? Do we? Is there? I think there's some research maybe that says what housing is like over there. Actually, the Jordan River Commission. They commissioned a, a study from the University of Utah, and they spent four months just interviewing um, people who are experiencing homelessness along the Jordan River, and it comes to access to resources. So you have shade, you have access to water, you have access to uh, convenience stores that are nearby. And also you have some privacy in the Jordan River. People, after an abatement, they have to move somewhere. And that somewhere usually is the Jordan River Trail. And that's where people end up going. They have connections, like to people who also go there. And some people don't have access to the homeless shelters because they're full. And some people just cannot keep up with the regulations. Like if they work a late night shift, they don't make the curfew. So um, some people just prefer to camp along the river. That's one of the problems with shelter. I mean, there are a lot of reasons that people don't go to shelters um, because there really are a lot of barriers to entry. Um, you know, it can be difficult for couples to get into a shelter. It can be difficult for pet owners to get into a shelter. And like, that's not to say that there aren't options for, for folks in those situations already here in Salt Lake City. But um, when you do a, a, like a regulated outdoor campground, that barrier to entry gets gets lower. It's more accessible to to people who want to seek out those services. Um, and there's you know evidence that it has been successful elsewhere in Denver. Uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic, they had to find a, a way to to take care of people during a, a public health crisis and in a congregate shelter scenario, that could be really difficult. You know, it, it was near the end of 2020 when they opened up their first campground, um, which is you know, run by an organization that works with the city and county of Denver. And they've seen great success with it. They are able to get people connected to the services they need, whether it's medical or housing or, um, you know, legal assistance or something as simple as a, a shower and a, a place to go to the bathroom. And so um, they've expanded from one campground to, to three and um, I think slowly are building more support from the community as they do it. Alex, so was there any suggestions or findings or recommendations in that Jordan River study at the end? Was there yes, this would be a good place or this wouldn't be a good place to set up a camp. 
not necessarily about sanction camps, but they did suggest that um, the abatements should be lower. Because like what ends up happening is that people get stressed, there's a lot of frustration, and that is when the conflict grows. So like people are on edge, and there's such thing as exhausted compassion, as Victoria Petrashler told me, and from both sides, like they're very bad conditions um, alone, like from people who don't have a home, or people on the west side who just like are tired of um, like seeing needles on the ground or maybe like having their things stolen. And that is what like her constituents tell her all the time. Do you know what the next or final step is or what the next step is in this process? There's there's not an official proposal on the table right now. So um, what Councilmember Alejandro Pui told me he wanted to do was take a look at uh, funding options, zoning options, permitting options, and ultimately find a, an organization that would be willing and able to to. Um, run a program like this because it's really just not something that's in the city's wheelhouse. Um, so, so there are a lot of things that that need to be done before something like this could move forward. And I don't think there's much. Uh, I don't think the it's very likely to move forward if it doesn't have buy-in from uh, the Mendenhall administration or maybe state lawmakers if it reaches that level. Yeah. And, and I do want to be clear that um, the the mayor's administration, it's not that they're not taking steps to address uh, issues of homelessness in Salt Lake City. It's just, you know, they've got uh, a new rapid response program that's supposed to help um, smaller camps from, from growing into these, mm-hmm. these big camps that ultimately need to be abated by the county. Um, they're putting... Uh, millions and millions of dollars into affordable and deeply affordable housing. Um, they do funding so people can access motel rooms. It's, you know, there's a whole suite of, of tools that they're working with to, to address this um, issue. I think the reality on the ground, though, is that there just needs to be more. Alex L. Blake, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I'd like, also like to give a big shout out to videographer and producer Bethany Baker for putting this episode together. And as always, a huge shout out to the Salt Lake City band, the Pelicans, for our music. We'll see you all tomorrow. <laughs>